every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. Mabude down the left side he goes is trying to show a trip to Anthony O'Connor and he did show a trip too to O'Connor who sides him down on the edge of the box and can see a free kick in a dangerous position you feel it's going to be whipped in dangerously it is going to be Hartigan who whips it in oh it's all the way in and AFC Wimbledon have taken an early lead here at the Mazuma I said it wasn't going to be a shooting opportunity but Hartigan had other ideas he caught Jockel Anderson out as he whipped it into the back post and it's into the back of the net Morecambe nil AFC Wimbledon won it's a very very disappointing goal to concede you, you did say it was uh, it wasn't a shooting opportunity but I think the last time you said that was Gillingham Dave when uh, when they got the goal to go in front so yeah we have to see that one again I think it, it was fizzed into a dangerous area I don't know if Jocko Anderson had his view obstructed but it, it found its way into that top right corner and it's it's one nil to the visitors not the start we wanted down the right hand side he goes great run by Nahua and lovely switch of the ball out towards his left side and Wes McDonald and suddenly Morecambe are inside the Wimbledon penalty oh, and McDonald okay. drives towards the edge of the box Go Lee on. tries to keep it away Go on! and suddenly Col- yes! Elijah's flag has stayed down and the Morecambe boys have equalised three minutes into the second half it was a lovely run down the right by Arthur Nahua fell to Wes McDonald his cross initially blocked but it fell on the second phase to Aaron Wilding and he just slipped it into Cole Stockton Wimbledon thought the referee was going to blow for offside but the flag didn't come and Stockton makes it a magnificent seven for the season we don't deserve it we don't care it's on us even it's Morecambe one AFC Wimbledon one and suddenly the noise has lifted up several notches here at the Mazuma Stadium the boogie again of the shrimps fans <laughs> they certainly are Cooney ball drops nicely for Wilding and then the Hua over on this right hand side and he's not afraid to take his man on is he Arthur he twists and turns Get go on oh, yes! <laughs> and he has all turned round here at the Mazuma Stadium thank you to that man Arthur Nahua, who has been absolutely sensational in these last five minutes, twisting and turning, and against his former club, Shane McLaughlin, so quiet in the first half, running through from midfield, he knocks it past Zarnev to turn the game around here at the Mazuma Stadium. 54 on the watch, and it's Morecambe 2, AFC Wimbledon 1. And it's disappointing, really, from from Morecambe's point of view because it was a, a throw-in taken over by the corner flag and, and then a couple of passes the ball just bobbled in and around the penalty spot Morecambe didn't clear their lines half volley from Ethan Chislett and it's into the back of the net honours even on the hour mark Morecambe 2 AFC Wimbledon 2 all it takes is one moment of quality let's just hope that can come from the boys in red Morecambe 2 AFC Wimbledon 2 here oh what's he, Cole Stock- no! what's he done what's he done here just saw the keeper on the edge of his area and he just lifted it over him and that has got to be one of the best goals I think I have ever ever seen I cannot believe what I have witnessed Cole Stockton it's Morecambe 3 AFC Wimbledon 2 I'll tell you what Dave forget player of the month 
We could have just seen goal of the season from Cole Stockton. Absolutely amazing. To, he's sitting the keeper off the line. I don't even know how far, far away from goal he is. But to, to have the... To, to have the nerve to even try that. He, he's gone for goal from goodness knows how far away. He's scored an absolute beauty. And the roof has been well and truly lifted off the Mizuma Stadium. I'm lost for words, Dave. You and me both, Matt. You and me both. That was an incredible, incredible finish. At any level of football, you will not see a better goal than that for as long as you watch this game, let me tell you. And there was nothing on, nothing on at all. He was 40 yards out at least. And he just picked the ball up and one touch, just half volleyed it over the keeper, in off the underside of the bar, one bounce. I don't think I've ever witnessed a goal like that in, in a live game. Free kick then, it's gonna be whipped in by Hartigan with his right foot, it's a really deep one. Heads go up and it's in the back of the net. And there's the equaliser again for AFC Wimbledon. Jochel Andresen came, then he didn't, caught in no man's land, and it's nodded in at the back post by Will Nightingale. And with 20 minutes to go, we're back all square once more. It's Morecambe 3, Wimbledon 3. We're in the fourth minute of five, added at the end of the game here at the Mazuma Stadium. They have put, once again, all of their big guns up from the back. In comes the corner, it's another deep one. Heads go up, it needs clearing this from Arthur Nahur. Instead it's a shot comes in, oh, and FC Wimbledon have won it. Deep, deep in stoppage time, we didn't get the ball away. And it was a volley from the edge of the box, nothing Jock Anderson could do about that. In off the crossbar, and in the fourth minute of stoppage time, Shrimp's hearts are broken. It's Morecambe 3, AFC Wimbledon 4. Wimbledon scored the most set plays in the league. Um, they scored another four today. For, the second one came from the throwing, not set up properly. Um, you know, and if you're a defender, you have to make first contacts. We didn't make enough first contacts all day. Um, you know, Cole Stockton doesn't deserve to be on the losing team today with a goal like he scored. It was an incredible goal, goal of the season already. Um, but if you don't defend set plays, you'll lose games. It's as simple as that. There was good periods. There periods when we went 3-2 up where I thought, OK, we're going to run away and win the game, but it wasn't a big. Too many people didn't play to the, the best of their ability. Um, you know, I made a change at half-time purely tactical. I didn't want two left-backs on the pitch. Um, but it certainly wasn't anything Gibble was doing wrong. It was a, a case of trying to get more forward-thinking players onto the pitch. I know you're disappointed uh, with that. Positives with the second-half performance. I thought half and a Hewitt and Wes McDonald they did so well. The goal from Cole as well. Going forward... You looked sensational at times. Going forward, we were excellent. You know, if you score three goals, you should win the game. It's as simple as that. Defensively, we were poor. Um, as I say, we didn't win first contacts. We didn't defend set plays well enough, um, and we got bullied. You know, we got bullied. The back four got bullied. Simple as that. And you know, as a back five, including our midfield and, and goalkeeper, we we weren't as good as we can be, and we'll have certainly better performances than that at the back. Is that a big sort of eye opener to the lads that this is what League One's all about? Yeah, listen, if you don't defend, it doesn't matter what level, it doesn't matter if it's League 1, League 2, National League, Premier League, if you don't defend properly from set plays, you get beat. Ultimately, they scored four set plays. So, you know, we, we have to defend better than that. Is it something we can change? Yeah, because it's just a mindset. That, you know, have to be a defender first and foremost. 
the boys that made the mistakes are better than what they showed, if the truth be told. Um, and they had, they had made poor decisions today that got punished. And at this level, that's what happens. As a neutral, I would say that, that was a, it was a great advert for League One. But as a manager, as you say, it must be so hard. It's difficult because you've worked on it all week. Um, as I say, we know how, how good they are from set plays. I work with Ben Hennigan, I know how good he is in the air. Um, and they've scored a lot of goals from it. So we made everybody very aware of it. But we didn't defend it well enough. It's just as simple as that. So it's very frustrating. Yeah, um, I'm here to win games as well as entertain. And yeah, people were entertained. But you know, ultimately, we lost the game. Let's talk about Cole's goal because people will watch it on the TV. And uh, if that was in the Premiership, they'd be talking about it for years. Yeah, it was class. You know, it was, yeah, even his first goal was a great finish. Um, our second goal was a great goal. But Cole's is you know, his goal of the season. There's nobody beating that for me at any level. You know, the vision and the the accuracy from where, the, from where he took the shot from was top class. Looking at half and a Hewitt I thought second half especially, that was his probably best 45 minutes for the Morecambe. Yeah, we've worked on the two wide players. You know, ultimately, we want to play with two wide players, but they haven't been producing them. We've worked constantly over the last two weeks in terms of delivering balls into the box and end product. And you know, there, was, there was a lot more end product today. I thought Arthur was very, very good today and, and Wes when he came on. Overall, a hard defeat to take. Every defeat's hard to take, but the manner of the defeat, four set plays, is, uh, it'll be a, a sleepless few days. Well, Timani, a 4-3 defeat to Wimbledon today. Great spectacle for the fans, but to lose it in the 93rd minute must be really hard. Yeah, you know, we spoke about it all week, about how good they were from set pieces, and, you know, we didn't deal with them today, and we paid the price. For the neutral, it was a fantastic game of football. Uh, great going forward, but as you say, defensively, set pieces, Morecambe were pretty poor today. Yeah, we were, you know, and we have to put our hands up. You know, that wasn't good enough. We knew all week we prepped for it and we didn't put it to action today. Yeah, the manager said that you'd worked hard because he knew how strong they were on set pieces and you just couldn't quite cope with them, could you? No, we didn't. And they scored three from set pieces, so, you know, there's no excuses. That wasn't good enough and we need to bounce back, simple as that. Looking back at the team all round, going forward, there was some really good football, especially in the second half. And to get the three goals, you'd like to at least get something from a home game with three goals. Yeah, you know, you can't concede four goals at home. You know, that's... Hopefully we can learn from that and not let it happen again. Again, on the positive side, what about Cole Stockton's goal? Oh, unbelievable. You know, he's done well to put us in front and, you know, that goal deserved to be on a winning side. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be today, so... First half, it was, it was tough, wasn't it, first half? They were in your faces and it was hard to get going. Yeah, you know, they, just, they were just better than us. You know, they pressed us high and... You know, just there's nothing we can say about it. They were just better than us in the first half, especially, and you know we got what we deserved. But the second half, especially going forward, was so much better, wasn't it? Yeah, you know we all we knew we know we're going to give everything again, but you know we can't concede four goals at home. That's not good enough. The thing now is to, is to put it behind you in uh, Doncaster next week and to build on it into the strength of today and go for that one. Yeah, you know. We'll dust ourselves off and, you know, next week we need to go again. We can't feel sorry for ourselves. We need to stick together and, you know, make sure we go to Doncaster and get a result. You know about League One. It's a tough league, isn't it? And, and today just showed how tough it is. Yeah, you know, there's got to be ups and downs. You know, we're going to win some, we're going to lose some. But, you know, 
we need to make sure we don't concede four at home again. Hello and welcome to the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio and on I Follow Shrimps as well. Where here at the Mazuma Stadium, a pulsating second half, an absolute heartbreak for the Shrimps, right at the death, conceding in the fifth minute of stoppage time. To leave the final score here in League One, Morecambe 3, AFC Wimbledon 4. Hello from Dave Salmon. Thank you as ever for your ears. Joined by Matt Smith uh, from the Shrimps media team. And Matt, very much a game of two halves. Morecambe completely and utterly outclassed and outplayed and outfought in the first half. We changed the personnel, we changed the system in the second half. Got back into the game, showed what exactly we're all about in the second 45. But absolutely heartbreaking to lose it in such disappointing fashion at the death. Yeah, it's the worst way to lose a game, isn't it, unfortunately? We, we did well to, to get back into it. Um, given the, the nature of the first-half performance, we were absolutely miles off it. Um, anyone can see that. So to, to, to come back out, you know, have the changes made and, and turn the game on its head, really, the way we did was, was excellent. And, um, yeah, uh, just bitterly disappointing, really, isn't it? Where did we lose it today? For me... We weren't tight enough at the back, especially on set plays, those free kicks from wide and those corners. We've conceded some sloppy goals today. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I fully imagine Stephen Robinson to, you know, almost look, making an inquest looking into that because it's not what we're used to, it's not what he's used to, and to concede the, the goals that in, in the manner that we did. Um, I mean, we said it a few times in commentary, didn't we? We just need, especially in the latter stages of the game, we need to just defend like we're used to and, and not how we have done this afternoon and unfortunately you know on a number of occasions that's cost us and uh, it's cost us all three points unfortunately let's just dissect uh, the game then first 45 I don't think I've seen us play as badly all season whether that was down to the change of shape in the 3-5-2 and we couldn't get to grips with things in the middle of the park but they were all over us, weren't they? They were high press, two or three yellow shirts around us every time we had the ball and, and we just couldn't cope. No, we couldn't and, and they did really well, to be fair. Um, first and foremost, you know, we've, we've got to take our hats off to the way that they played in the first half because they restricted us in, in terms of what we can do and um, they made it difficult for us. But that said, you know, even when we were in possession, uh, we were giving the ball away too easy, we were too sloppy. Um, and it was, like you say, arguably one of the, the worst performances of the season so far, just totally not like a Stephen Robertson side. Um, but, you know, that said, we, we rang the changes like we expected at half-time and, and it was a totally different performance as we've, we've come to expect based on what we've seen so far this season. So, yeah, I think it's just disappointing that we played the first half the way we did because if we would have played the way we did in the second and the first then it could have been a completely different outcome and the first goal after just five minutes on the back foot so early a cheap free kick given away on the edge of the box by Anthony O'Connor just scythed his man down I'm not convinced Anthony Hartigan was going for goal I think he was trying to whip it towards the back post for the runners but it beat everybody including Jockel and ended up in the back of the net yeah, it did. Um, it's one, like you say, we don't have the luxury of seeing the replays, unfortunately, but it's one that we'll have to look back on. Um, if it was a fluke, then sometimes, you know, you need that look. Um, and if he, if he meant it, then fair play to him. Um, whether or not Jockel was, you know, um, whether or not his vision was obstructed, who knows, but it happened and it was just disappointing that we didn't respond to that in the first half the way that we'd perhaps expect to. But the second half, we came out of the traps like an absolute train, didn't we? And, and, and rightfully 
and deservedly based on the first few minutes of the second half at least obviously first half aside which was which was awful but the way we started the second half to get back on terms and of course it could only be that man Cole Stockton once again yeah um, he found he, he found the space uh, he found the space um, everyone thought he was offside and like we say didn't play to the whistle and he did and if the ball falls to him in that area and you, you put your house on him netting and, and he did and um, yeah I mean it just, just goes from there doesn't it you know um, he just gave us the start the kickstart that we needed to, to turn the game on its head and fortunately we were able to but it's just massively disappointing that we couldn't keep our, keep hold of it from 1-1 one, one to 2-1 one in, seemingly in, in the blink of an eye and it was that man Arthur Nahua who was just absolutely electric in the second half on the right wing key contribution for the first goal the cross for Shane McLaughlin's header scoring against his former club of course as well was absolutely fantastic yeah it was it was um, you know Arthur's was on fire this afternoon for me he was, he was the man of the match and it was a great ball in and, and a fantastic header from Shane you know sweet moment for him against his former club um, and yeah from, from then on I fully expected us to to push on and, and you know maybe grab another and, and just take it completely out of their hands but yeah, unfortunately it wasn't to be was it and then for me AFC Wimbledon's second third and fourth goals we could have defended them all so much better just the second one the ball bounces on the edge of the box yeah it's a nice finish into the corner on the half volley but we need to be tighter in those situations yeah we need to clear the ball when it comes in you know the finish didn't come from a direct ball from the corner you know you could argue that we had one or two chances to clear the danger and we haven't done it and it's fallen to the lad who who's hit it like we say beautifully well I mean it's a great finish but we shouldn't allow it to get to that stage and unfortunately on too many occasions we have done this afternoon and that's what's that's what's come back to bite us unfortunately Cole Stockton has scored for me one of if not the best goal I've ever seen in a live game of football and I have seen quite a few unbelievable it's worth I'm sure listening to this now you've probably already seen the highlights but it's worth staying up for for his 40-yard lob over the keeper. Yeah, it was an amazing piece of skill. Um, it, it, I, we've just come to expect the unexpected from Cole, given the way he started this season. You know, he, he, he could hit, a, you know, a, a, maybe a 70-yard volley and it would go straight into the top corner. It, w- it wouldn't surprise me. That's just how good that this lad is at the moment. You know, he's bang on form and, and it was a great finish, you know, that to, to, to have the nerve to, to even try that. I mean... Yeah, you know, keepers off his line, but you've still got to get it right. You've still got to get the amount of power that you need on the uh, on the shot. And it looked like for me that it was just going to take a, a bounce too early and go over. But you know, he, he hit the underside of the bar, goes in, and uh, yeah, it was just a moment of, of sheer quality. And that'll be right up there at the end of the season for goal of the season, I'm sure. I genuinely don't think I've seen a better goal in a, in a, in a live game of football. I, I, that's how good for me the goal was. But then again, we concede, because at that point, we're, we're leading the game. But we said on commentary, didn't we, that there was still a lot of time left and we couldn't be complacent. We had to keep the back door shut and we just concede two really sloppy goals. A, a back post header from a, a slightly overhit cross on the right-hand side. Nobody picking the marker up. Could Jockel have come? Could he have punched it? Maybe, maybe not. 
nodded in and then deep deep in stoppage time again we thought we got the job done for the point we switch off for a second again don't clear our lines it was one of those for me where we just needed just to just to hoof it into row z wasn't pretty we just needed to get the ball out of the penalty area we didn't and it was a good finish in fairness from from, from a sign off the underside of the crossbar from about 15 yards out but so so avoidable and that for me matt is what's so frustrating yeah it's massively frustrating one of the biggest disappointments for me is you know the fact that we did play so well in the second half and you know Cole's goal that was like you say one of the best goals that you've seen live and, and undoubtedly I've seen live and it counts for nothing you know um, we'll look back on this moment of sheer quality and a strong second half performance we've ultimately disappointed disappointment because it, it doesn't count for anything so yeah um, to, to get a foothold back in the game that we did you know on a number of occasions and, and to come away with, with nothing at the end of it is, is bitterly disappointing. But we move on. We dust ourselves down. We go again as the, as the old football cliches go. We could reel out lots of them, I suppose, couldn't we? But Tuesday night, onto the Papa John's Trophy, Everton under 21. It's going to be a different test because we don't quite know what we're up against when you're looking at Premier League Academy players, I suppose. But a good chance to, to get back on the pitch and also for some of our squad players, if you want to call them that, I think everybody's going to play an active role this season, but maybe players who need minutes are going to get minutes on Tuesday. Yeah, like you say, it's a different game, isn't it? Um, the, the beauty of having that rotation means that lads that will be playing, I imagine, won't have the... Or obviously, they'll be disappointed about today, but they'll be, in their own ways, looking to prove themselves to, to, to have the shirt for the rest of the season. So... They'll be out to prove themselves and hopefully with that in mind, we'll, we'll put in a good performance and, uh, and and get the result we need. I guess undoubtedly, like you say, we don't know too much about Everton under-21s, but you know they're, they're in, in at Goodison Park for a reason. So undoubtedly, they've got bags of quality and, and I've no doubt they'll bring that here on Tuesday night. I think we'll see probably Kyle Leatheran in goal, Aaron Wildig playing again from the start wouldn't surprise me. Scott Wooten probably at the back. Josh McPake will get a start. Probably Callum Jones, Wes McDonald. These kind of plays. So it's still a pretty strong team that we'll, we'll probably end up fielding. Yeah, it's a massively strong team. And we've said it on a number of occasions. We do have that real strength in depth. And that's testament to the work that, you know, the board and Stephen Robinson did over the <laughs> summer. Um, so with that in mind, we, we should be able to put out a solid side. It doesn't matter how, how many changes that we make. And one player that might be ready... I was going to say Jonah Ayunga. I saw him sprinting, doing sprint laps of the pitch today and doing some ball work as well. I reckon he's about probably just too soon on Tuesday, isn't he? But maybe for next Saturday against Doncaster, he might be involved. But perhaps uh, Ryan McLaughlin, not quite in the 18 today, but he's been training with the club this week and, and, and he's going to be offering good competition and good cover at right back. We might see him on Tuesday. Yeah, quite possibly. Um... I know we've touched on it before. I think he got released from his, his former club in May or June time. And, and when you do have that pre-season by yourself, it's a bit more difficult than when you are in with a club. So he might be a little bit behind in terms of the, the pre-season prep. But who knows, you know, uh, in terms of Jonah, it, it will be too soon. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, I, I fully expect him to, to be close. Like you say, he is out on the pitch running and... With, and, and training with the ball so he's uh, he's working hard to come back but I, I don't expect to see him on, uh, on on Tuesday but our overriding finally Matt's uh, emotion is one of bitter bitter disappointment this afternoon 
my, yeah, massively disappointment. You know, just it's just gutting, isn't it? Um, there's few that we can, few words that we can really say to, to describe the disappointment. Um, just got to brush ourselves down now and, and move on to the next one. You know, there are still a few positives to take, irrespective of that first half performance. You know, to come back in the way that we did and. And, and we did look like a really solid outfit for most parts of the second half. It's just those one or two spells that have cost us, unfortunately. So we need to brush ourselves down, move on, and look to put it right next time out. Matt Smith from the Shrimps Media Team, thank you very much. We'll speak to you again on Tuesday, and hopefully we'll have your ears too on Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio on 103.5 and 107.5 FM across North Lancashire. And also, of course, via the I Follow Shrimps platform too for the Papa John's Trophy group game against Everton's under-21s. It's a 7pm kickoff, so don't get caught out by the slightly earlier time for a midweek game. 7pm kickoff will be on air just before for the team news and the whole game live. And of course, a reminder, you can catch up on the other Shrimps Verdict podcasts too, wherever you're listening to this, wherever you get your pods, including our Fans Roundtable episode and also our extended Director's Cut chat uh, with James Wakefield. Loads of good stuff there. Also, the rest of the games as well, audio highlights and plenty more from inside the Shrimps camp too. And also on your smart speaker as well as your podcast providers, you can just simply ask it to play the Shrimps Verdict podcast. Thanks so much for listening and we'll speak to you next time every kick every game every goal following Morecambe FC in League One full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio this is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio